This is the Thursday Night Podcast, your source for news, analysis, and all things Georgia State sports. Because every day is Thursday. Hello and welcome to the Thursday Night Podcast. I'm Jordan and I'm joined today by my co-hosts Brady and David. Uh, most notably, the past week, news to discuss is, of course, the end of the Coach Hunter saga. We wrote an article on our website that many of you took a look at and gave us some good feedback on and incited a lot of discussion into the untold side of the story of the Ron Hunter saga. Uh, it was actually the highest trafficked page on their website to date uh, by 10 times everything else. So thanks for giving it uh, a look and we will hopefully have some more investigative content like that in the future as events warrant. Seriously, guys, we do this for the viewership. We do this for the Panther Nation. And so hearing that you guys were reading this so much was a really, really touching thing. What happened after we published our article is Doug Roberson of the AGC published an article with a lot of the internal communications that were Freedom of Information Act acted uh, between the athletic department and Coach Hunter and his people. and basically pointed out that there were a couple of specific contract negotiation things that were holding up any kind of extension between Coach Hunter and the athletic department. I guess the biggest takeaway is just, it seems still, you can draw whatever conclusions you want to draw from it, but it just seems like at a certain point, Coach Hunter was frustrated with not getting exactly his terms. And and he then obviously got a good offer from Tulane and probably a couple of other places. And he just felt the time was right. You know, you're right. And I, I don't want to sit too hard on this because it is time to move on. But at the same time, though, you know, there are things that a Tulane can offer that a Georgia State can't offer a coach of Coach Hunter's caliber. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, those little discrepancies that uh, Doug points out in his article, it was a great article, Uh you know, sometimes the money is just too great to say no to, you know, and it can overshadow those little things. So, you know, uh, it's definitely been an interesting two weeks since uh, Coach Hunter departed, we will say. Um, and I'll also throw in my two cents. You know, thanks, everybody, for, you know, going to the website, reading, you know, reading the content that we put out there for you. But, you know. It's time, to, it's time to move on, you know, and so there are some interesting things that will we as a Panther family will have to come to terms with now. Um, Georgia State is probably going to change their defensive identity, which is a weird thing for me to put out into the ether. But I definitely don't think we will see the zone anymore. What say you, Brady? Yeah, I mean... It's possible whoever is our coach will have some kind of zone, but it won't be Coach Hunter's specific scheme, and it probably won't be 40 minutes of it if there is zone. Um, it's probably going to be man-to-man defense, and just I haven't been at Georgia State or following Georgia State in a time where we have played man-to-man defense, so that's specifically just going to be a weird thing to get through. It not is. necessarily bad weird, not necessarily bad weird, because I will say... I don't think that being in the zone inhibited the team at all because many years we were a good defensive team, but I am very interested to see the guys we've got coming back play in a man-to-man defense. I actually think that guys like Kane Williams and Damon Wilson could really be really good in a man-to-man scheme. Absolutely. I think uh, Nelson Phillips as well, when he's starting next year, uh, just the people he's going to be asked to guard, I think they all will definitely excel in a man-to-man scheme. Um, 
And I think it will help a little bit with those, you know, Georgia State doesn't rebound conversations that we keep having. But again, those are things that we can look forward to next year. Um, One thing that I am a little sad about is the next coach probably will not be bringing back the Samaritan's feet uh, barefoot game. And that was always a cool little charity thing that coach Hunter did. Um, I definitely well, will miss that. He's definitely going to be bringing it to Tulane. Um, oh, absolutely. And definitely continue to do all the good stuff he does for Samaritan's feet. Just kind of opening it up to the audience listening to this. If there's anything else you can think of, you know, the weird thing that's going to be different with a new coach Drop it to us on Twitter, Facebook, wherever, on the waste on the website. This is not a complete list and it's going to be something that's a fan base we're gonna have to get past. But it's time to get past it. I mean, Coach Hunter is the Tulane head coach right now, and we've got a basketball team that's going to play games next season without him. And there's no reason that we can't be a good thing. Definitely not. Um, and speaking of, you know, next year and just looking forward, how are you, what are your thoughts on, you know, some of the names that you've seen thrown out in regards to the open head coaching position at Georgia state? So it's funny because just not that long ago, you yourself were talking, you know, like I need anything, like give me this information. And within the last day, day and a half, like, all the names are dropping, and we're really starting to see some names thrown out. We're starting to see names unthrown out <laughs> immediately <laughs> after they've been thrown into the ring. Um, but we're starting to, it's starting to feel like there's a, a higher coming soon. Uh, yeah. Can't put a day on it. Uh, hopefully, not before this podcast gets published because <laughs> that just uh, would not be cool. No. Um... It's so it's funny you say that names, you know, pop out and immediately go back because I as as a big fan of baseball, I love rumors. I am admittedly a uh snob for any and all rumors of any of all sorts. And so it's just it's been a lot of fun to watch the names that have popped up in regards to this open Georgia State position. And then, you know, you kind of scratch your head at some of them and you're you're just like, um, I mean, sure. Uh, you, you, I guess you could be linked to this job if you wanted to be, but I don't, I don't know why. You know, it's not like we're gonna go get Mike Krzyzewski or anything like that. Oh. Please tell me I said that correctly. <laughs> I don't think I did. I don't think you did. I, I, I don't think you did. I don't think mainstream America says it correctly. As I understand it, like the Nobody common pronunciation, it. it's actually not what it. But like, it's gotten to the point where he doesn't correct well, people. The common <laughs> pronunciation is just K. So uh, one of the names that we have heard is Lavelle Moton, the current head coach out of North Carolina Central. And I can't speak for anybody else on this podcast, but this is the home run hire that I think Georgia State needs to make. Um, You know, we can sit there and debate how good of a conference the MEAC is. I'll give you a TLDR. It's not great. Um, but this seems like the exact type of promotion um, and call up that uh, Coach Moten, I don't want to say desperately needs. No, he seems to be doing fine. But this seems like it would be a great hire. So the thing about Coach Moten is he gets his team to the NCAA tournament. And that's a that's the name of the game at this level. Mid-major or low-major, whatever you want to call it. Like, getting to the tournament is what you want to do. and. There's just been a lot of talk about 
him being this, you know, good motivator, good coach. And it seems like there's the groundwork has been laid for someone to come in and not have to do too much to change the team and just kind of keep the train moving. And I think that this, this hire would signal that exact thing. It's funny. I had actually been a fan of him before we had an open job because I'd seen him make the tournament like we were saying. And I mean, the the thing about, you're right. He definitely finds ways to get to the tournament and it sucks that, you know, they come out of a conference that basically is destined to play in the first four. But if you look at one, he's made the tournament the last three years and two, the last two years uh, in 2017, 2018 NC central was the sixth seed. And in 2018, 2019, they were the third seed. So this guy knows what it takes to get to the NCAA tournament and he gets exactly what he needs out of his players to ensure that they are playing postseason basketball in the big tournament. Um, and that's, that's, I don't know what else you could really want in a coach, you know? I mean, he's got a good win percentage, you know, for all intents and purposes, he of course can recruit in the South. So, you know, recruiting at a, at a school like Georgia state is probably going to be a little bit easier than recruiting, uh, at North Carolina central. So um, we'll see. I, I think this is, it seems like there's mutual interest out there, um, but I couldn't see a reason why we wouldn't want to offer Lavelle the job. So I, the thing is, is we can make him a richer person. We can make it, we can pay him more to coach here and he might be ready for the new challenge. And he's kind of been a name that's been around for a couple of off seasons where other coaching openings it's been is this the time for him to move and it might have been a case where he was like i don't really want to make this move and rebuild this team but this might be the move where he sees that there's some good groundwork laid and that that might be the difference between this offseason for him and another one i mean everything in all these everything in sports is about timing and this might just be the right timing for it but it's his alma mater nc central so it's possible that he is happy where he's at and is going to keep looking for an even better job. Um, and all the credit to him for whatever he decides. Uh, it's by no means a done deal, but that definitely, he seems like the leader in the foot race right now. Definitely. I mean, hey, like you said, all you got to do is offer him, right? Let's see what happens after that. So there's other names that have gone around. Uh Nothing confirmed, uh, still just rumors here and there, but we've heard that the Green Bay head coach, Link Darner, has been in the mix, I think is the lingo that everyone uses. Um, <laughs> he was at Florida Southern before he was at Green Bay. Um, Sam Mitchell, who was an NBA coach and an NBA player and is now an assistant at University of Memphis, he has had his name thrown around and uh, we'll see. I. I like, in general, the list of names we've heard. It's been a good list of resumes. It's been a good list of good pedigree for the job. It's not like we're just looking at, you know, the guy who would take the job or who would want the promotion or whatever. Like, it feels like a lot of good thought has gone into this process based on the names we are hearing as rumors. So we'll see how the rest of this plays out. But it seems like we're in a good place. It seems like this job is as attractive as we thought it was going to be. And that bodes well for who ends up getting the job. And I think that also should calm some of the fans. And I've seen on Twitter, a lot people are kind of looking at Georgia state in the same vein that they looked at Georgia Southern when they lost Willie Fritz. And I, I don't really see 
the comparison, honestly, um, because when they lost Fritz, when Southern lost Fritz, they the aftermath of that was Southern had to play a lot of freshmen, but that's not the case with Georgia state. Like it's still a relatively established program right now. Um, And I mean, obviously this next guy is going to have to prove it just to prove that it wasn't just coach Hunter, you know, that this can truthfully be a school that can attract top talent um, and can attract a good coach that is going to help continue to improve that Atlanta basketball pipeline. But I, think that the names that we're seeing no no one that i have seen georgia state have serious interest in would make me believe that can't be the case which is excellent so i mean we'll see we'll definitely see Uh, the last thing of note that we can talk to just to wrap this up which jordan can handle is if you didn't already know based on where you're listening to this we've got some news as to distribution of said podcast that's right uh last week i submitted the podcast for Uh, distribution on Spotify and iTunes, and earlier today, as of recording this podcast, uh, it was live on Spotify, and we've sent out links on our Twitter and Facebook pages for you guys to follow via, and that will also be attached when this podcast goes live, and as soon as I hear from iTunes, then we will send that out as well. They've told us it's been approved, but we don't know exactly when it's going to go live, but you will be updated when that happens, and we're also looking into other platforms, but... If you guys have some place you'd like to see the pod that it's not currently up at, just let us know. Drop us a line, Twitter, Facebook, direct messages, snail mail, carrier pigeon, whatever you feel like doing, and we'll look into it for you. Let us know that, and let us know your weird thing about Georgia State next year. Going to make this Georgia State discussion happen. We'll have plenty of time in the offseason to really dig into whatever we want to talk about for, what, three months? after school lets up before football starts back up in full force. Again, not to suggest yeah. we don't have any ideas for filling this off season, but if oh, anyone ideas. out there, if anyone out there wants to add to the growing list of ideas we have, we w- we are very open to anything within reason. Maybe even some things out of reason, as long as it would make an interesting podcast. Be on the lookout later this week for a video interview with current interim head men's basketball coach Travis Williams. The Thursday night crew went in and spoke with Coach Williams earlier this week and got to ask some really interesting questions about his history, his plans for the team while he's the interim head coach, and how he's going to prepare for the new coach coming in. But until then, keep it locked and we'll let you know when it goes up. Most likely going to be on YouTube and then distribution via Facebook, Twitter, and all our other channels linking you to that. Well, thanks for listening. This has been the Thursday Night Podcast. And don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter. We did update our URL to reflect uh, publishing content on the website, not just the podcast. It's now at Thursday Night. It was at TNP underscore GSU, but it is now at Thursday Night. For the entire crew, uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you guys next time. Have a good one. Peace!